Hey guys, welcome to another episode of More Than a Podcast. It's your host James, as always, here to give you guys more of the greatness. So that's exactly what we're going to do. I'm super excited. Haven't uh, seen or talked to you guys in a little bit. It's just been busy, man. Plus, I've been nursing this injury, um, but we'll get into all that. Um, but yeah, just uh, outside of that, wanted to talk about a lot of different things. Uh, yesterday, very eventful day. I went to the movies, um, which uh, I've said in a few episodes back, I've been trying to make that like a normal trend. And um, I was initially going to go and see this movie last week, um, but I couldn't find the movie. It wasn't in my theater near me, um, and that made it a little difficult. But um, it finally did come to my theater. I guess they call it a mercy, and I was able to go see it, and I had a really good time. The movie is called Everything everywhere all at once um i'm not gonna get into you know who directed it and the vision and who's in it as far as acting i'm just gonna talk about my experience my experience was good um you know uh what what interested me in the in going to see the movie in the first place was that it that it was firstly at uh, I believe the the production company is called A twenty four, and I just I, I don't know what it is about that company, but they just make a bunch of abstract movies that are just completely left field. It's almost like I don't know. It's like a whole company of M Night Shyamalan's or something. I don't know, but their movies are actually really really good. Not that M Night hasn't made good movies, but uh, yeah. But this one. Um, I was interested in it, uh, for the concept of, you know, where they were going in, in the plot, which was like the whole multiverse thing, you know, because the only time, at least in current time or, or, you know, uh, you know, modern society, you know, you hear about the multiverse is going to be in a, uh, Marvel or a DC movie, you know, um, you know, we, we rarely hear about it uh, addressed in a real world manner. I think the, I think we do, but the, but it's mostly just called like parallel parallel universes or parallel worlds. Um, but it just sounds so much sexier to just call it the multiverse, you know. Um, but it was it was a it was an interesting film, man. I gotta say that, you know, it, it was definitely one of those films where. Uh, I guess I mean it was it wasn't like the movie didn't have anything to offer but a lot of the parts that they showed in the trailers and the teasers and stuff that was probably the best that the movie was going to put forward um but it also didn't do a good job relaying that this whole movie ain't about action you know and I think that's where a lot of moviegoers get lost sometimes because this is this is one of those commentary films where there there's an underlying message that a person has to kind of extract from you know the whole going on uh, of, of the of the uh, plot. Um, but some people will just get you know um, bored with that to be quite honest. And I mean, I wasn't bored. I just, I just was like, I didn't think there was a message here. I, I kind of, I, I really did kind of think that this was going to be some kind of lost in space. Like she's kind of lost inside of her mind, inside of her mind, inside of that mind. Um, but she's really dreaming, you know, like, like I was thinking more like that, but you know, it's deeper stuff. And you know, there, there's a, there's a message in there for everybody, a little bit of something for everybody. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. If I had to give it like, uh, stars out of five, I probably would give it, I'd say a three and a half. Yeah. About a three and a half. It was good. You know, it was really good. So I, uh, I just, I personally wouldn't see it again. Um, and I don't think I would pick it up on uh DVD. Uh, if I rented it, it would, no, I wouldn't even rent it. I would, I would never, I would, I would not spend 
uh, any money to rent it. But if it was on a streaming service, I would go ahead and watch it again that way. But I would never pay to see it again. That's what I mean. Uh, yeah. So talking about that injury in skateboarding, man, it's been brutal, man. Um, I, I know I brought this up a little while ago and, you know, just to kind of reiterate, because honestly, it hasn't really, I mean, it's gotten better, but then I'm kind of putting myself in a stage of, uh, you know, making things worse. And basically I've been suffering from, uh, from tendonitis and, um, you know, it, it's basically because I'm not a person who's ever had the ability or the want or need to like really uh, do, you know, uh, I, I don't want to say exercises because I like to exercise. But, you know, like what, what's the what's the smartest thing to do when when you're going to when you're going to attempt something that uh, you probably haven't done before? You're going to prepare for it. Right. So that would do with stretching your limbs and all that other good stuff. And that just wasn't me. I was always figuring, man, I'm just going to get on this skateboard and I'm just going to do what I want to do. And that's just going to be that. But when you start contorting your body and, you know, making motions that, you know, your body, especially um, at an older age where you ain't ready for it, bro, listen, that mess will just mess with you and it will get you. Um, and I actually ended up getting tendonitis in both of my feet um i'm not currently now but like there is at, at one point i had it in in one of my uh tendons uh at my ankle uh uh well not at my ankle obviously it's my tendon but um but i got it in one and then as it started to heal on one it started to get severe in the other one and it was just a bad bad thing so like right now i um i just got over the pain of it re-emerging in my right foot, which has just been brutal. Um, and I mean, it, it's it's literally one of those things where it's like you like for a couple of days, you just can't walk. You just can't walk on that foot. <laughs> you just cannot. It's it's no pressure. It's like you're just not. Yeah, you're not going to use that foot. Um, so think about that while you're trying to maintain an actual lifestyle like you're actually trying to go to this place or go to that place or go to work you know it's like you know thank goodness for me sitting at a desk for 10 hours a day um but yeah I'm and it's so crazy because it's like I I still have like that that beat in my heart where it's just like I gotta skate gotta skate so like I find myself every now and then when I'm feeling better getting on the board and just kind of pushing around like a little bit because the one thing that I'm trying to figure out is what motion was it that actually got me feeling hurt like I can't pin like because I'm not you know like I'm not completely broken it's just after a session you know a couple of days down the road it's like whoa my heels are starting to hurt or or, or my or my Achilles is starting to hurt not my heels um because that will be plantar fasciitis uh but uh, yeah, it's like, okay, I'm starting to pain up in this area. And what, what, you know, like what happened? And, and all, the only thing, I, the only thing I can attribute it to is the fact that I've been on a skateboard, but I just like, when I, like me, I'm not like the daredevil. I'm not the guy that can, you know, flip the boards in 500 different ways and stuff like this. Like I can Ollie and that's all right. But you know, like I'm, I, I cannot think of anything that would uh, attribute to it. I think, um, when I was reading up on it, uh, they were saying that, you know, like kind of like the, you know, the pressure of the slams could kind of do it. So I do come down a little bit hard on my ollies, but, um, you know, it'll just take some tweaking and adjusting and hopefully I'll get better. Um, but I'm definitely taking it slow. So, cause I don't want to re-aggravate it and I want to make sure that I get a hundred percent heal by the time I actually get on that board and give it 110%. Um, but that did not stop me from going out and getting uh, more skateboards. I um, I actually got a new skateboard uh, from the Creature brand. Uh, it was really, really, it's really, really sick. Actually, it's a uh, they did this series that it kind of plays into like the old um, comic book ad um, 
from like the 50s where they basically were selling junk to kids and hadn't had kids sending a buck so they can get you know uh you know like they, they would sell like all kinds of stuff like oh uh vampire blood you know just one sip and you'll become a creature of the night only 99 cent you know <laughs> like 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 stuff like that so like they did um they did three decks to commemorate those goofy ads and uh let me see if i can remember them one is the floating head that's the one i have one is the uh the fortune reading palm i think it's like a like a severed hand and then one is like i think it's like x-ray eyes or some, something about eyes um but again and, and it's so funny because they actually have like sub ads with other goofy things and just little tags and like little cutout areas because like back when i was a kid that's what you had to do like you know, if you want to get this, you got to collect these little tickets or whatever. And when you send us like 60 of these and, and $20, then we'll send you, you know, this plastic ring that's probably going to break. Um, but yeah, it, it's a cool deck. I actually, man, the experience of getting it, though, was like brutal because like I went to my normal skate shop. And to be quite honest, I like look at them like, yo, you guys have everything. And they do. But when it comes to like new drops, it's like they got to get told about it because the thing the thing about my shop is that nobody young is running it. And so they depend on people young to come and ask them about things that are right now. So and I'm and in no stretch am I young. I'm just with the I'm just with a more current vibe as far as the way that I that I that I skateboard, you know, like I skate on the stuff that people are rolling on now as opposed to like, Oh, I remember this deck from way back when. Cause I don't remember anything. I wasn't skating back then. <laughs> um, but, uh, be that as it is, I went there and of course they didn't have the deck that I was just describing. So they, so what they suggested was like, Oh dude, just, uh, text, uh, James, which, you know, so ironic. The guy who owns the freaking shop has my name. Um, but they were like, text him, and tell him what decks you want. And so, like, they uh, called him and whatever. And he was like, does the dude have, like, pictures or whatever? Like, yeah, have him, have him text me and send me the pictures and whatever. And I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do. So I totally uh, text him, sent him the photos. Like, here, I'm looking for these decks. And while you're at it, I'm looking for these. Because um, I wanted to, I because honestly, I wanted to just see if he could just get the whole set of creature decks in there. So I can just kind of lay them out and, like, really choose. Because the other ones are really, really nice. But I did have my my mind already made up that I wanted the one with the uh, floating head. Um, but I just was like, let me just see them all all at the same time. And maybe I could be swayed. Um, and then on the other hand, I was like uh, thinking about there's another brand. I Like that's the thing about skateboards, dude. It's like so many brands. It's so many brands. And you really like I told my friend, I was like, dude, you got it. You basically got to skate a brand like you're already uh like you're already signed, you know what I mean? Like, like it's so much to choose from because they were like, oh, I don't know which one to choose. Yeah, just choose it like they chose you. You know what I mean? Like, choose it, stick with it, don't move. Like, just don't go all over the place. I, I kind of go all over the place because I, I'm actually a little bit more meticulous in my approach to skateboarding because what I'm always attempting to do is build the perfect setup. I'm literally looking for the perfect setup. I, that's the only reason I buy so many decks because I'm always telling myself, I like what this deck is doing. I like how these wheels feel. Um, I like how these trucks move or turn or, you know, uh, stand up to this and that. But I feel like I need to tweak this way. I mean, I, I think, the, I think the way I approach it is all wrong because even if I build the perfect deck in my eyes, I still got to learn how to skate. You know what I mean? So I think that I think that's I think it's the wrong way to go about it, because most people can most people just get acclimated to, you know, what deck they have. You know, if you get any kind of deck, you should be able to just skate any kind of way. You just acclimate yourself. But I'm just I, I just I think it has to do with aesthetics and the operation of it and stuff like that. Like, I, I don't know. I'm just a little weird when it comes to skateboards. 
but it's super funny because like I went ahead and um, I when I when I couldn't find the deck at my normal spot, I was like, okay, well, <clears throat> what else am I willing to do in order to get it? And um, and so I was looking online because I wanted to see like, is there any other shop that's local that maybe I haven't been to? Um, and I found out that of all places, Zoomies had it. Now, if you don't know what Zoomies is, Zoomies is basically like the shopping malls version of a skate shop. You know, they actually just they actually sell like all kinds of sports gear, clothes, apparel, and they also happen to sell skateboards. Um, and they and they actually had it. And it was I was just kind of like, oh, my God, I just stumbled onto the deck that I want. Um, should I go get it? And I was like, heck, yeah, just, you know, you're not doing anything. So I rolled up to the mall. I got the deck. Um, that's probably the first and last time I will ever go into Zoomies. Like, unless they continue to just have decks that I can't get anywhere else um, that should be in my normal stores. Like, yeah, I, I, I would never just walk in there. Because when I walked in there, dude, like, this was so crazy. Like, I swear... The, the guy, this is how, like, this is how you know, like, where professionalism starts and where it kind of has no place. And, like, in a place like Zoomies or a shopping mall, for that matter, there's no professionalism anywhere. Like, I walked into a Zoomies and you're ignored by everybody. Nobody sees you. You know, it, it's it's just a place for high schoolers to look for other high schoolers so that they can look cool in front of said high schoolers because they have a job that they're holding down. That's it. They don't care about their jobs. They really don't. I walked back to the skate uh, area and this dude was talking to some chick and I'm not the kind of person to break into people's conversations under any circumstances. I don't. I always hope that people are aware of their surroundings because here's the thing. If I had walked up and shot him in the back of the head, he would have never known because he was so entranced with talking to this chick, which which also was kind of funny because he wasn't talking at talking to her like in a way of like, oh, I'm trying to get your phone number. It was like they were already friends and they were just talking about somebody else that wasn't present. So basically they were doing the stuff that they do on high school campuses just at work. <laughs> so I walked back there and I and I walked right over to the counter and I wait and I knew he was the guy to to help. Um, but in no time did he ever turn around and help me in no time. Did the girl with him say, hey, I think somebody's in your station or anything like. Nope. Can't depend on it. Um, and again, I'm not the kind of person that's going to run up on you and be like, hey, dude, what are you doing? You know, nah. So, you know what I did? I walked my happy ass back behind that counter and I went and rifled through the decks and I wanted somebody to come and say something to me. So I could say, well, who in this area is responsible for helping me, you know, and then put him on blast because, yeah. And, yeah, he would have thought he would have thought I was a total dick at that moment. But look, I don't care. Like, you got a job to do. I'm just not here to tell you how to do it. So uh, I guess for all the sake of his luck, I was able to find what I was looking for. So I grabbed it and um, ended up grabbing some grip tape that by all all fate in my favor was the exact same color scheme as the bottom of the deck. I couldn't have asked for anything better. I was like, I don't know how this happened, but this was in the cards today. So I definitely grabbed it, grabbed everything, shot out of there. And it was super funny because like the uh, cashier was like, oh, which one of the people back there helped you? Was it the curly hair guy? I, I looked her right in her face and said, nobody helped me. I went back there and I grabbed my own deck and she just like looked like I don't know what's going on right now. But it's like, of course, you don't know what's going on right now because you're in an environment where none of this matters. Like even if you remotely have a have have a, you know, a responsibility like you're a cashier. So you have to have some level of being responsible outside of that. There's nothing to care about in here. Nothing. You know, most people who run through Zoomies don't buy anything anyway. Um, and, and they don't. Zoomies is not a store 
that does any one thing particularly well. So there's really nothing to hang your hat on and say, yeah, you should come on down because we do this right. Like, nah, they don't care about their jobs. They really don't. So I was glad to get my board out of there. Um, I put it together immediately. Uh, I first put it on some uh, some 58 millimeter uh, wheels uh, with uh, with a softness of 78A, which basically means they are pretty soft. And um, I uh, I had a good time rolling with those. But then I really got into the mode of just saying, I really want this to just be my like all around deck, like not just my specific for one thing. So I um, switched it to my uh, 56 millimeter uh, Spitfire Classics. 99a and uh yeah i i can't like i said i can't really do anything on it right now um because i know i'm gonna push myself hard but maybe by next weekend i'll be pretty good and then i can just go ahead and you know give it something but i i just yeah I, i'm i'm not ready i can't be ready um you know like i said i'll, I'll float around here and there and do little pushes um, but yeah, no, I can't, I can't do like I, like I was doing before where I was just like having full on sessions and, you know, before you knew it, hours passed, like just not, not in the cards for me right now. Um, but I tell you what is in the cards for me right now, guys, guess what? I got my email for my steam deck. So my steam deck email came on Thursday, uh, which was really ironic because, uh, it was just that Monday uh, where Steam had announced that, um, hey, we're going to start ramping up production and we're going to actually add another day to the to the drop week. So instead of just Monday, we're going to we're going to do it some. They, they, and they specifically said some Sunday, uh, Thursdays, some, not every Thursday, some Thursdays. So depending on the week, you might have a, you know, which which I think. See, I think the vagueness of like, yeah, there there's a level of communication, but I think it's what they're communicating that really is unfair. And it doesn't really give a, a full level of confidence to the consumers because it's like, OK, you're saying, you know, you're you're it would be better if you said every other Thursday, you know, as opposed to just some Thursdays, because there's only four Thursdays in a month. So. How do I take my shot? Because you could only you could just do the first one in, in the first week and be done with it and never do it again until, you know, May, <laughs> you know, like so I don't know. But uh, I did get an email on Thursday. Uh, it's like, James, your Steam Deck's ready to pay for it. So come pay for it. And, you know, they're, they're so full of it, too, because like they tell you, you get three days to pay for the Steam Deck. And the email does say it, but by the time you go sign in the Steam, Steam basically said, look, you got two days. Like you basically there we're counting today, which is obviously like duh, but can you just count it the way that would make me feel better? So I didn't think I had so much time lost. Um but it was super funny because I had to um I had to make sure that I actually had enough funds because I you know, the one thing that I never like to do is I never like to spend to the level of just being broke or compromised. So I was like, I'm going to wait till tomorrow because I want to make sure that I got a paycheck behind me. So that if, if for any reason anything goes south, I know I still got a cushion to fall back and be like, you're fine. You know? Um, so I, w I Friday night, I think it was, I happened to get up at 4 AM and my check was there and, Said, all right, transferred money <sighs> to just kind of accumulate and uh, pay for the Steam Deck, and that was that. Um, I was kind of upset though with with the fact of because see, it seems like every step of of their process takes such an amount of time. Because, I mean, I don't know why. Because like, I don't, I'm, I'm getting ready, I'm trying to make an excuse for them. Like, I don't know. But it bothers me that they take so long to process on every part of, of you know, getting a, a unit into people's hands. So I've paid for the unit and I pay for items on 
multiple different uh, digital markets. And if it's something that has to be shipped to me, I usually get shipping either right then and there or I get shipping before the day is out for sure. I've ordered I've ordered things in the middle of the afternoon and got a shipping label by the time I got out of work, you know, or 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 a tracking number. That's not the case here. And that just bothers me. And I, and it just kind of like it just kind of says to me that we're not really we're not really working behind this. We're letting the system work it and we'll just kind of watch and just make sure nothing gets flubbed up, you know. And I, I really wish that they they had more eyes on it because I feel like, yeah, you I should have got a I should have got a notification that this thing shipped yesterday. That, that That's what should have happened. And even even today, like, I mean, I don't I don't look I don't know how people work. I don't know, you know, what companies do. Um, I don't know. If Valve works on Saturdays. But my guess is that I probably won't get a shipping notification until Monday. And I probably won't get the unit until I would say Friday, Thursday, if I'm lucky. Um, but I don't I also don't know where it's shipping from because it also it always it always surprises me when I get like you get a company that is known to be in one area. So like uh, like with Valve, it's like they're up in northern, uh, not northern California, but up in the uh, northwest uh, the United States, literally you know, I am right under them. And you would think that anything that comes from, you know, Washington, Oregon, anywhere up there, it's probably only going to take about two days to get to you. But that's if they were shipping from that area. I don't know. They could be their, their distribution or shipping center could be like in Texas or something like that or freaking Oklahoma. Like, I don't know where they are shipping out from. You know, like I don't know where they manufacture these things at. They could be manufacturing these things in Missouri. Um, but, you know, be it as it is, um, I got mines and I'm or I got it paid for. And that's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to just get this thing paid for, get it off my chest, get it off the books. I'm done. I don't have to worry about sitting on money that I haven't allocated. I mean, I I mean, I've allocated it, but it's like I, I just don't want to look at it anymore. I want it to be gone. <laughs> um but now it's gone so i don't have to worry um yo so you know what now that i got the steam deck kind of like rolling and whatever it, it's kind of funny because now i'm sitting here thinking like yo what are the first games i'm gonna play like what am i gonna buy actually you know what? i was so excited about the steam deck like i'm getting ms i'm getting it shipped to my to my job i for i i'm now here's the thing i'm getting it shot i'm getting it shipped to my job for two reasons um, one, because I want it when I know that it's going to be available because it's always so hurtful and when it's so hurtful when like it's the middle of the afternoon and you get a you get a text from like your mailbox company or FedEx or whomever saying like, oh, we just dropped off your package. And it's like, dude, like four more hours, you know, like, nah, we're not doing that. We're going to go ahead, have them have them drop it off middle of the afternoon while I'm at work. Give me all the time I need to freaking, um, you know, hook up all the necessaries, get all the updates, get a couple of games on there, and then I'll pull out and and we'll just go and play and test and do all the all the fun stuff. But yeah, like I, I'm not playing with and and I and I've I've I am not playing with them shipping it to my home for more than a couple of reasons and one of the biggest reasons is because and and I, and I know this is going to sound weird to some people because I, I know people always want to find a way to challenge what people what dialogue people are saying um which i'm just not into that it's like if you're going to argue about it then i'll just say you're right but you know i'm just trying to have context and in that i you know i've been observant to these fedex drivers that are pulling up to people's houses knowing what they are holding in their hands and then turning around, getting back on their truck and pulling off. And I actually watched a video of this yesterday and I just thought this is probably the sickest thing that you could watch next to, you know, somebody taking their own life or, or, you know, being snuffed out. Like this is the worst. 
like somebody deliberately breaking the law. And I mean, this dude was so blatantly negligent. Like he smiled at the ring cam. Like, and somebody asked a comment online. They were like, does this guy, like, is he stupid or is he high? Or like, like what's, what's his deal? Because as a, as a, you know, you know, as a parcel carrier, you, you obviously, you know, have been, you, you know, at this point, you're going to be to enough residents and businesses and whatnots to understand, like, you know, that people have cameras, this, that, and the third. So did you just really randomly walk up to this house and not have the wherewithal to say, oh, there's a ring cam and, and you know, I'm, I'm nine times out of 10, I'm pretty sure those things are on. I should sit this person's package down. No, he thought the exact opposite. He looked right at the camera, gave a smirk and then walked off. And I, I, I hope, I hope, firstly, I hope they catch him, which they're going to, because I mean, his face is right there. You know, he works for FedEx, so all it's going to take is for his branch to turn him in, you know, and if he doesn't come to work, they're going to have his address on file. They'll show up. They're going to find this guy. They're going to find him for sure. And, 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 and you know, for anybody saying all over Steam Deck, no, not over Steam Deck, over blatant thievery. You're, you're not you're, you're, you're stealing from people and then you're you're uh, you're you're allowing people to question the integrity of a company that you work for that decided to hire you based on the fact that they thought they could trust you with other people's property and they can't. And I honestly think he should get like five years in jail for that. I think he should get five to 10 years in jail for that. Cause it was a stupid thing to do. And, 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 you know, like I always, uh, I always have this thing that I, that I love hearing people say, um, where it's like, they listen to, to people who make these public apologies and the response is, no, you're not sorry that you did it. You're sorry you got caught. And that's the exact thing that we will be dealing with here. This guy, this guy isn't sorry for what he did. He literally smiled at the camera. He he in he feels no sympathy for a person that he stole from. None. And he felt like it was his he felt like it was his advantageous right to take from somebody something that he didn't even earn like i like i can't even like fathom how that is like how how somebody could just even conjure up that thought like i'm just gonna take from you because you're not looking because you're not here to stop me like it like people i don't like i don't like talking like you know like the world is in doom and gloom but it just really kills me how much of the world is desensitized to the understanding that they aren't the only people here. And this isn't a dog eat dog world. And that in our society, we all have to earn our place. And, you, and, you know, there, there's no way to get around, you know, uh, polling for your position when it's necessary on every level. It's just necessary. You you just have to find your spot and run with it. And 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 hopefully you don't flub that up, because when you mess up the position you get like this jackass did. Who else is going to put you in a position or at least a position of trustworthiness? And if they do put you in a position of trustworthiness ever again, guess what? They're going to be watching you so damn close that you're going to you're just going to you're going to always feel on edge. And now it's going to compromise your well-being because now you got to sit there and ask yourself, why are people watching me? Because you put yourself here. You did that, you know, so. I don't know. Like I, I'm, I, I'm definitely gonna be staying on top of that. I hope, I hope this, I hope that gets coverage. I hope they 
find this dude, arrest this dude. I hope he gets sentenced to a lot of years. Um, Cause yeah, you don't steal people's packages. And I think that's like a federal offense. That's a federal offense. If you steal mail or, or postage, like, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's just parcel from the U, the U.S. Postal Service, but I would think that any parcel, you know, going cross country or here wherever, um, if you if you find it being stolen, that's a federal offense. But I could be wrong. I don't know. I'll have to check on that. Um, but man, I, yeah, that's the reason I'm getting mine shipped to my work because I know the FedEx driver who uh, who comes and drops off our stuff. Um, who it, it's, it's, it's actually between a couple of people and they're both really, really cool. Um, our guard dog knows these people does not bark at these people. Um, so I will know that even if somebody plays like they're bringing my stuff, when I hear barks, I go out the door cause I want to see who's on the yard, who's out here. Um, but usually, you know, like I said, the FedEx people, they hello and, you know, they come and drop off your stuff and you're in there and they're out. Peace out. Deuces. So that's what I'm doing. Um, but, yeah, the games, the games I want. So here, here's here's the big thing, because um, I was telling my coworker because we were I was telling her I was super excited. I was like, yo, can't believe it. Just got this thing. And, you know, one thing I want to say is I want to say screw all the people on Reddit with their freaking attitudes, um, you know, about when a person gets their steam deck notice like i had so many people who were so upset you know and i couldn't understand it because my whole my whole thought was that you know reddit was a place where you know it was a community where you kind of celebrate a likeness or an interest and that's what I put myself in this community for. And I was so taken back when like I go in and, you know, I'm celebrate, you know, I'm like, hey, guys, I got my, you know, this and that. And the first thing that's asked of me is like, uh, what do they ask me? Um, model, region, date or time or something like that. And of course, I comply because I'm trying to be as you know, sociable as I can. And they were getting all upset. Oh, this can't be your date. You should have been a this and you should have been a that. What do you mean? Like, like, who are you to dictate who I am? Like, or my position in anything, you know? And I, and I think a lot of it has to do with people just cannot handle others who may be in a better position. You know, there's this one saying, uh, I heard it, I heard it in a Ric Flair promo, thought it was genius. And I actually been running with it and saying it to people. But uh, the saying is, everybody likes to know you're doing okay. They just don't want to know you're doing better than them. And that is the truth. That is the God's honest truth. People, are, people will run around, dude, and they, they will just be, they will pile around with you. But the minute you let them know that your senses are elevated or or you know ascending in some type of way like you're experiencing a growth in some type of way they don't want to deal with you or they'll reprimand you or they'll put you down for your shortcomings as opposed to the places where you are growing and i think that is so vile of people and like i was like i said i was taken back i was like what is going on here like i just told you and i and i and it was so funny because i was actually gonna um I think I did answer like one time. Obviously, I didn't answer like negatively. I was just like, I'm sorry. You know, like I, I'm very new to Reddit. I didn't understand the question. Uh, you know, here's here's the information as you asked for it from your perspective, you know, because to me, it makes sense to you. Not so much. OK, great. And then somebody else had said something on top of that. And I was like, yeah, I'm just not going to answer anymore. Because at this point, you guys are just digging to make me feel bad about something that happened that nobody else can control. Because if you were in my position, you wouldn't have these problems. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't have these problems. 
and, and I just think it's sad. I think it's sad that we can't be happy for each other, that we can't just, you know, and again, I, I think it was just a, I don't put that on Reddit at all. I think Reddit is a wonderful place. I've actually transitioned and shifted a lot of my attention from like Twitter um, over to Reddit because I, I love that approach where I could just go in an area and again, it's a more, it's more like you're celebrating a particular topic. It's like I ha- I'm in, uh, I'm in a pipe tobacco group, and I'm in a pipes group, and I'm in a skateboard group. I'm in a skateboard help group. I've been able to help more people with skateboard advice in this group than I've ever been able to help anyone through Twitter, social media, or even in personal life. Like this, it it is the most fulfilling thing to just have people like I was having a one-on-one conversation with a guy the other day because he had just bought his first pipe and uh he was like you know I got my tobacco I got my pipe got my every you know he had it all laid out and I mean I I literally went through my I just went right through whatever motions I could to help him and I laid it all out for him I was like dude this is this is step by step how you smoke a pipe bro like he could have went to WikiHow, he could have went on YouTube, you know, he could have done a lot of things, but he chose to come to the community, and I and I and and I felt like it was my duty, so I I spelled it out for him. I was like, "This is exactly how you do it, bro," and these are the factors that could kind of be the pebble in the road for you if you experience this. Then maybe shift to that if you experience that maybe shift to this like I was giving him everything and it was so much and I remember like dude hit me up personally and and it was so funny because like it it was almost like we were smoking together but we weren't smoking together like I was I was just trying to get him to because I guess his deal what was happening was that he couldn't get he couldn't get his tobacco to stay lit and I told him from the jump, I said, dude, you're dealing with a tobacco that does have a bit of moisture. It does need to air out for I somebody told him 20, 30 minutes. I was like, dude, I'd air, I'd air it out for an hour. I give it a whole hour and not smoke it. Don't touch it. Just put it in the pipe. Don't touch it. Or just before you even before you even uh, before you even plug it into your bowl, just like sit it on like a paper towel or, uh, you know, white paper or whatever sit it somewhere and just let the air just just oxidize it and get it a little bit dry take some of that dampness away and then you can light it and I was going through the process with him and I don't really even know what happened because I think at, at one point I gave him a final direction he may have tried it and it worked and he just went ahead and just started smoking he never answered after that he may have fallen asleep I don't know I have not heard from him after that but hopefully Hopefully he's uh he's uh successfully enjoying his pipe uh going forward. But yeah. Um I've also been on this other app uh called Slowly, uh which has been really, really fruitful. Cause like you know you know the funny thing about like Twitter is like and I like Twitter, I really do. I think Twitter's a cool place, uh but I think for me and how I need to find fulfillment in my interactions, I think it's become less necessary, which is why it's taken such a backseat in comparison of like, um, you know, Reddit and, and slowly and slowly such a cool app because it's like, you're, it's like you're writing letters to people, right? Just people all over the world. And, um, and I've actually been, you know, uh, I've actually been using Slowly for years. I think I probably had Slowly when they first came out. Um, and like they just recently transitioned it to where you can use uh, you can use a, a they actually have a, a web app that you can use, a, you know, on your computer as opposed to just you. Because it, it when it launched, it was only on mobile. And I used to hate that because it was like, how can I articulate myself, me? you know, being someone who is very articulative and how can I do all that on a phone? Like I can't. And, uh, yeah, once I get, once they did that, uh, web app, I was, I was off to the races. So like my letters were fleshed out and, you know, 
they uh, felt good. I actually had somebody who made me laugh so hard yesterday. She said, yeah, I used to be on Slowly Way Back When, too. And I remember I used to type my letters on my computer, then email them to myself, answer the email with the attachment on my phone, copy the attachment, and then paste it into Slowly. And I just laughed because I said, I never thought of that because that would have just been the that would have been the solution to all my problems back then. Um, but yeah, what what's cool about slowly is like I said, you kind of write these letters to random people, um, and every everything is kind of like a it's kind of like a stage, you know. It's kind of like you know you don't really you know you're never ever gonna get photos from people unless you are invited to photos or they invite you or or, or you invite them. Like photos is not a thing. You'll never get a random audio of anything because that stuff has to be invited. It's like all of that stuff becomes a factor when you when you as a party are comfortable. And there are people that I share photos with and stuff um, definitely from other countries. Like I love seeing what other countries are like. Uh, so like I, I have a friend who um, is from Indonesia and. I get a lot of food photos, a lot of street photos. I just love that vibe of just places that I can find similarities of uh, of what I how I live and kind of place them in these environments I've never been to. It's pretty sweet. Um, I've actually only started talking to people more domestically, um, which that is something that I never considered before. Because when I was first using Slowly, I was thinking like, this is something I'm just exclusively going to talk to people from different places because when it comes to domestic people, I could just talk to them through Twitter, this, that, and the third. Like, no, it's actually kind of cool to write somebody who's like 3,000 miles away and, you know, just has a different lifestyle than you do. And you guys are just kind of right there. And it also helps because I swear... You write somebody in Indonesia, guess how long the letters take? Two to three days. And that's that that so that's like that's like a whole week if a person responds the day that they get it. You know, it's like seven days, six, seven days. Um and yeah, I I was like, I gotta shorten up that curve. So like I, I started talking to people that um, you know, the letters come, you know, at the very least they come. Like I think I got one friend who uh, their letters come in like 36 minutes. And usually usually the, usually the shorter the time, that the closer the person is to you. Um, not like they're right around the corner or anything, but it's kind of like, I think I think the 36 uh, minute one, I think, I think she's probably like in San Diego or maybe San Francisco or something like that. And I got one person um, uh, who is an hour and I think she's in, she lives like near Yosemite. Um, and I have, uh, yeah. And everybody else, I think their letters take like anywhere between two and six hours, which is again, the, the waiting part is the fun part because it's like, you're actually getting a letter. Um, but yeah, I enjoy that, but I digress because I went on this whole tangent about people. And then I started talking about people that I, I dislike to people that I like. Now I want to get back to these games. <laughs> the games on the Steam Deck that I'm going to choose because I'm actually because when I get that thing and I open it up, um, my hope is that I could just jump right in and um, I'm going to like I'm going to basically buy the games that I want right then and there. Like I do have a Steam library, but there's like my wish list is super long. My like, let me tell you how disengaged I was with Steam before the Steam Deck dropped. I literally hadn't logged in the Steam in like at least two years, maybe a year, maybe a year. Um, I have somewhat extensive library, but it was mostly obsolete because, you know, I, I didn't have anything that could play it. But at the same time, you know, time was just wasting his games. Like I don't, I didn't have any, like I, I have, I have uh Bioshock 1, Bioshock Remastered, Bioshock Infinite. I have all these games and I don't have anything that could play it. And so I so they're just stagnating. And 
And I'm just, you know, like that, that's like the one primary reason why I'm like, oh, this Steam Deck's going to make so much sense. Because yes, those games are naturally just going to go right onto my Steam Deck. And I'm finally going to be able to play them and give them all the time that they deserve. Um, but that said, there are five games that I'm planning to buy like right away. Like not even going to think about it. Like as soon as the deck comes in, I'm buying one after one after one after one after one after one. Um, and these are the games. So the first one I'm going to buy, and this is the one that should probably stop me from buying all the other ones, and that's Elden Ring. I've literally been waiting this entire time. I've been so patient. Um, I've been trying not to be as involved with social media due to the fact that I didn't want to want anything spoiled for Elden Ring. And I've been I've been very fortunate to steer clear of a lot of information. Um, but I am highly excited because that is literally going to be the first buy. I'm actually probably going to buy it uh, after I get off of this podcast just so it's ready and I can just download it. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, I am hyped. I'm ready to play that. I, I haven't, you know, I, I never got a, a chance to play Demon's Souls, um, obviously, because I didn't get a PS5. Um, but this is going to kind of give me that fix to, you know, play a, a a new game in the soul series since i dedicated myself to games like bloodborne and dark souls 3 so i'm hyper excited um the next game is a game i've beaten but i want to i want to experience it in a very you know kind of mobile uh setting and that's going to be resident evil 2 remake i am like super excited about having that game on the go like i i love that game when i beat it back on ps4 um i am excited to see what uh what it could look like uh or how it can operate with like the the pc mods and stuff like that like i see all that stuff on uh youtube and i'm, I'm always just kind of like excited i'm just like dude that is so awesome oh you could turn leon into this oh you could turn uh you could turn Mr. X into that. Like I'm, I'm just excited. So it's going to be fun. And plus I'm pretty sure I'm going to get the complete edition. Uh, I, I got the ultimate edition when I had it on PS4. So I got all the DLC and everything like that. Um, so I'll probably just do the same for, uh, the PC version and yeah, or the steam version. And it should be pretty, pretty good. Um, and it'll be a nice way to kind of offset, the uh difficulty of elden ring so like when i get frustrated with elden ring i'll just turn around and go shoot some zombies and some dogs um another one that i've kind of waited and i've been really patient with is uh near replicant um i love the near series um you know like it, they they just it, it's such a, it's such a well done series that has you know killer killer stories you know expansive stories um very 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 well orchestrated soundtracks um i love them for their music i just love the series as a whole for the music that they put out and um i even listen to a lot of that music on the way home like just i'm driving and i just blast like i'll blast near near automata uh music you know, while I'm on the drive and it's just great. Um, but near replicant is definitely a game that I have waited to play. Um, I said to myself, I'm not going to worry about playing it, um, until I find a, a way that is convenient for me. Cause again, I was going to get a PS five. Everything is going to be fine. Didn't get the PS five, getting a steam deck. This is where I'll experience it. Um, now the next one is kind of a cheat because it's basically, me kind of coupling or really needing to decide between a few so it's final fantasy but here's the deal so i i start i i got i picked up final fantasy 6 the pixel remaster version it's good i played it on my tablet a bit but to be quite honest i really 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 want to just like dig into it and I can't dig into it on a tablet. I just can't. 
I need to play it on the Steam Deck. I need to take it with me. I need to sit down at the park. I need to sit at Starbucks. I need to sit in my backyard. I need to sit places and just really dig into this game. I am hyper excited to play Final Fantasy VI. This is the one Final Fantasy um, in the original series of Final Fantasies that I have been super stoked to play. Uh, this is one of three that I have never experienced. Uh, the other two being Final Fantasy V and Final Fantasy II. Um, and yeah, I, I just I really want to just give it the time that it deserves. So like I I have I've shelved that game for right now. I'm gonna wait until the Steam Deck arrives. It's pro it's probably it's probably gonna be the first game that I put on there. Um, I don't know if Steam has addressed the whole downloading while sleep or I don't know if it can download while you play because what I'm attempt what I'm gonna attempt to do is like put Final Fantasy six on there first and then start downloading Elden Ring and then play Final Fantasy six while Elden Ring is downloading so everything's just kind of full circle. Um but also I've never played Final Fantasy thirteen. I was around when they were hyping it. Um, I remember the hype be behind like lightning and how like she was basically like, you know, like they were kind of saying like, oh, she's kind of like the female version of Cloud. You know, she's so she's kind of stoic, but she has like a weapon like Squall, you know, kind of like this uh, this gun sword. But it's more like a. It's more like a transformative type of weapon and this, that, and the third. And she's had a proper trilogy on, um, I think all on, I think it was all on PS3. Like she had a proper trilogy. Um, and I never got to experience any of it. Like I, I think I went through like a, back when I had a, back when I had an actual gaming PC, I think I went through like maybe the, the demo part, like the beginning of Final Fantasy 13 like a little bit, um, but I didn't get to go through much of the game where it, like it would actually matter. Um, so I definitely want to give Final Fantasy 13 a try. Um, 14 is another big one. Um, the my only hang up with 14 is my general hang up about uh, uh, multiplayer RPGs in in general. It's just you know. They, they, they're kind of like the step cousin of social media. Um, and they just tend to not be very, uh, positive places to experience things. And, you know, it's like, I want to, you know, go back into it. Cause I, I love, I love the environment of, uh, Final Fantasy and I loved playing Final Fantasy 14 back when they did a realm, a realm reborn. Uh, I was like one of the first people to jump on. I love that game. Um, but when I when I actually made the point of coming back and, you know, experiencing it, you know, a few years later, it was different. You know, it was different. It was like, I don't know, people just weren't the same. They weren't nice. They just it just it was more difficult to just operate. And, and I don't know, like I want I want so much to just like the game, like it's not that I don't like the game. I think it's just that I, I really have a tough time with the people and I just, and you know, and, and I always hear people get combative and they say, Oh, that's, that's, that's impossible. And people are so nice. And I find, you know, and I used to get so distraught and, and in such despair because it was like, people would be talking like about an oasis. Like they'd say, Oh, well I found this, this gill and before they closed and they are just the nicest people and they're always helping and they're always doing this and they're always doing that and they're just great people and it's like what like where are you guys finding this stuff and it's not so much that i need to join guilds it's not so much that i want to join guilds i just wish that people just in general were just kind just around you just were kind and it's just never that way so but i don't know like i i, I may just stupidly pay for final fantasy 14 and just play it because why not um but also obviously one of the big games uh that i would want in that uh universe is final fantasy 15 i am one person that loved final fantasy 15 i love the way it played i loved uh the characters i loved going around and getting the new recipes <laughs> like i loved all that so 
the uh, to have that kind of in a handheld uh, position that would that would be really fun too. Because that's one of those games where like I I like I beat the game and I know there's a lot of DLC out for it. So obviously I'm gonna <laughs> excuse me be getting like the ultimate edition. Um, but I, it's one of those games that where I want to treat it like I treated uh, Final Fantasy VII where I just want to dig in. Like, I just want to turn it on some days and just go fight hard enemies and just, you know, blow my stats out of the water and get the most old. Like I, I did, I actually did get, uh, Noctis, his ultimate weapon, um, which, you know, it, man, it, to get that last piece was just like insane. But when I got it, I was like super happy, went, got it put together. I was like, okay, we're now we're cooking with gas. Um, but I still need to get all the, I think they're called celestial swords. I still need to get all of those. So um, I'm definitely going to work towards, like I said, digging into the game and doing all the little nuanced stuff. And, and again, digging into the DLC. Cause I think that's also one of the important things. And I never got a chance to dig into any of the um, story DLC. So I think that's going to be huge. Um, and the last game that I want to um, get that I want to dig into Outer Worlds. I know a lot of people don't like Outer Worlds. I loved Outer Worlds. I think Outer Worlds was a fantastic game. And I want to play it again. Um, well, actually, I can't even say again because I had it. I had it. Well, I have it on. P <laughs> Excuse me. I have it on PS4. And on PS4, um, it is. I got. Where did I get Oh, you know what it was? It wasn't so much that I just stopped playing. It was the fact that um, that something happened with like my cloud save or something rather. And I basically just lost all ability to access what I had done previously. And I was so distraught, but I was a little bit driven to continue like to play it again and whatever because I thought it was fun and I still think it's fun and I wanted to take advantage of the DLC and stuff like that as well kind of like Final Fantasy 15 um and yeah I I, I just want to dig in and just kind of see um just see the different way to kind of go about that game because like I just love how open-ended it was how the decisions kind of were uh, were like it kind of felt like Knights of the Old Republic, just a little bit funnier. Actually, a whole lot funnier. It was a whole lot funnier. Um, and yeah, I want to dig into that. So that's uh, those are the those are the five games that I want to dig into. Um, as far as like that, but then but then that's that's basically on top of the current library of games that I already own. So you know, like I'm I'm gonna. I'm basically going to pile up all 512 gigabytes. <clears throat> I'm probably going to end up getting uh, another 512 gigabyte card um, to place inside and uh, just maybe use that card for strictly emulation or just keep piling more Steam games. I, I haven't really decided. I know for sure I'm not, I'm not going to open up my Steam Deck. I'm not going to, you know, modify it in any kind of way. I... I I think it's it's too much of a risk to run and I'm just not that guy. So, you know, I I would just much rather play it as intended, you know, uh uh, uh supplement it as as needed, but just go ahead and just kind of, you know, just have fun. So, I'm definitely going to go ahead and just make the make the motion um once I do get it to just just play as much as I possibly can and just have fun because it, it's been such a long time uh where i have been wanting to kind of dig into games that have been currently coming out and just haven't had the resources to do it so this is just exciting for me um i think that's it i think that's it my cough was coming so i'm definitely gonna have to wrap this up um hopefully we can talk pretty soon uh, 
Hope you guys are enjoying your weekend. Hopefully everything's going all right with you. And yeah, uh, get you guys back up next week. You already know the deal. Take care of yourselves and each other. I'll see you guys next time. Peace out.